Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will Hey, Andrew. Well, hello there, Edwin. I want to keep talking about Psalm 18, and I want to keep talking about how amazing our God is. Cool with that? Hey, I love that. What uh, what Bible are we reading out of today? I'm still reading out of the ESV today because this week it's so long. We're not going to read the whole psalm every day. Do you want me to read out of your New King James this little section of Psalm 18 we're going to read? Or I can. You want to? Sure. You never get to read. I know. Why don't you do that? Why don't you read Psalm 18, verses 4 through 12? All right. Psalm 18, verses 4 through 12. I'll be reading from the New King James Version. The pains of death surrounded me. And the floods of ungodliness made me afraid. The sorrows of Sheol surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried out to my God. He heard my voice from his temple, and my cry came before him even to his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations of the hills also quaked and were shaken because he was angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils and devouring fire from his mouth. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down with darkness under his feet. And he rode upon a cherub and flew. He flew upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place. His canopy around him was dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. From the brightness before him, his thick clouds passed with hailstones and coals of fire. Wow, you're a good reader. I appreciate that. I, I got to tell you, particularly verses 4 through 6, um, I, I have read that a number of times. I, I never read it without it, it touching me because it's it's been something that I've incorporated in graveside services and committal services for uh, for saints who've passed away. And, you know, when I've been honored to ask to say a few words at their funeral, this psalm often comes to mind because I, I find, particularly in verses 4 through 6 here, how it goes together, how the sorrow and and fear of death, even for the saints, even for the godly. But in that moment of passing, there is one that we're calling out to and have every confidence to find and see, and and that's the Lord. And so this is is one that's just very special for me. And the Lord hears. Yeah. The Lord hears our cry. He hears the call of those who are his children. That's exactly right. He is faithful. He is loyal. He has steadfast love abounding for us. Even in the face of death, yeah, God yeah. is there. God is with us. God is walking hand in hand with us, and he will walk us through that, and he will bring us out on the other side, yeah. and he will lift us up. Amen. Amen. David here, I think, is, is talking about through his victories and mm-hmm. how he, at least at times, avoided death. Now, we've read another psalm where we highlighted that he didn't avoid it forever. He, he's actually died and buried, and we can go to his tomb, or at least, you know, folks who, when they knew where it was, could go to it. That's right. Um and I don't want to get ahead of this week, but we're reminded again that there was one that you can't do that with, and one that very literally this is this is true for. Yeah, a descendant of David, the seed of David, seed Jesus of David. Christ. That's right. Yeah, put a pin in that one. No, remember I that know. the seed of David. Probably going to come back to that. Here, here's the thing right here. I, when I when I read this section. Just like we just thought of other psalms that have already been written. This whole section makes me think of some of the psalms that we've read coming up to this point. And if I were going to put myself in the shoes of the skeptic, I think the psalms would be a place that I could camp out for a while, actually. And I know that may sound odd because 
the Psalms are such a devotional literature for us that we can't imagine how any skeptic could hang out there. But I think if I were a skeptic, the Psalms would be a place I could hang out because I could start in Psalm 1 where it talks about there's this grave difference, this, excuse me, great difference between the one who listens to the Lord and the one who doesn't. And then I move into Psalm 2, which talks about the fact that what God is going to do is he's going to conquer all these kingdoms and he's going to deliver the king from all of these enemies. And then we have Psalm after Psalm after Psalm where David is saying, hey, when are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? Here's this promise that you gave me. You said you were going to deliver me, but right now I'm struggling. Right now the enemies are around me. Right now they're all over me. And I'm wondering when this is going to happen. In most of the Psalms, David, the psalmist, has faith that God is going to do it. Sure. But basically we've had one Psalm, Psalm 12, where he says, I will now arise. But even that one doesn't have a whole lot of discussion about what God did when he arose. And so as a skeptic, I might say, well, look, here's your God. He's made all these promises. Does he ever do what he says? Mm. And then we get to Psalm 18 Mm -hmm. and what David says with a resounding yes, Mm -hmm. God does what he promises. It may not just be the skeptic that needs to remember that, (laughs) but even those who have said, I want to walk the path of the righteous and I want to be blessed and I'm not going to listen to those scoffers. And yet as life goes on, we find ourselves in these dark and difficult situations, much like the psalmist David. Of course, the beauty of this poetry, I, I believe, is that it does speak for us in every moment of our life. I remember Psalm 11, the good and the bad, yeah. Psalm 11, as we've been walking through this journey to get to this point, Mm -hmm. those of us who have been devoting ourselves to the Lord and reading the Psalms and seeing our own lives in the Psalms. What, you mean subscribers to (laughs) text talk? Well... I was really, I was really speaking much more broadly than that, but oh, okay. especially subscribers <laughs> to text talk. Especially subscribers <laughs> to text talk. I, but, but back in Psalm 11, it's one of these places where it had gotten so bad in David's life that his counselors seemed to be telling him, "It's look, your morality, your righteousness, your reliance upon God is doing you no good. It's mm-hmm. time for you to circle up, mm-hmm. hide in your mountain. It's time for you to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you're." If if anybody's going to get this done, you're going to have to do it. And in Psalm 11, David pushes back. He says, no, no. And, you know, when we talked about Psalm 11, there was a couple of different approaches that this could have been. It could be that the counselors were saying that the foundations were destroyed. So what good was it for David to be righteous? Or it could be that David was responding and saying, if I do what you've said, the foundations will be broken. No, those are some really interesting conversations Go back to Psalm 11 to hear more about that. That was good stuff. But but notice one of the foundations that he had in Psalm 11 and verse 4, Andrew. The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes see. His eyelids test the children of man. The Lord tests the righteous, but his soul hates the wicked and the one who loves violence. Let him rain coals on the wicked, fire and sulfur, and a scorching wind shall be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteous deeds. The upright shall behold his face. Back in Psalm 11, that was all, I'm having faith. I believe that God acts like this, so I'm going to stick with God. But in Psalm 18, what we have is God actually does that. It's it's here's the faith of David. When the counselors were telling David, you need to flee like a bird to your mountain. And David said, no, because here are the foundations. And I'm not going to shake those foundations. I'm not going to rock those foundations. I'm not going to break them. Because if I do, 
where will I be left? Yeah, so here in Psalm 18, we are seeing that the blessed man has been the tree planted by the waters. Because where in Psalm 11, he's saying, I know God is this way. I know he will. Now, from the vantage point of Psalm 18, he is looking back and he's saying, God did. God did. God heard. And God was all these things with the cold, and the fire, and, and all of this. Notice very specifically in Psalm 11, the, the, the faith was... The, found, the faith in the foundation was he is in his holy temple and he's testing. Here in Psalm 18, in my distress, I called upon the Lord. To my God, I cried for help from his temple. He heard my voice and my cry to him reached his ears. He, yes, the foundation was true. He is in his temple. Mm-hmm. He does hear. He does listen. His eyelids do test and he listens for the cry of his people and he does respond. It's so great. It's so great to have that Psalm 11 and that profession of faith while you're going through it, while in the middle, and then to see God's faithfulness and the victory that comes from that at the end, Psalm 18, and looking back. And all the imagery here of how God responded is absolutely terrifying, frankly. I mean, I I said that in yesterday's recording, I guess, you know, the, the fire and the smoke coming out of the nostrils and everything. This is fearful. It is. But do you remember Psalm 11 that we read a moment ago? What did he say he was going to do upon the wicked? Coals of fire. That's what Psalm 11 promised. That was the faith he had. And what do we find now? The earth reeled and rocked. The foundations also of the mountains trembled and quaked because he was angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils and devouring fire from his mouth. Glowing coals flamed forth from him. He bowed the heavens and they came down. Thick darkness under his feet. Down in verse 12. Out of the brightness before him, hailstones and coals of fire broke through his clouds. And you know what? Just when I read that again, I just picked up on another connection. What was it that the counselors in Psalm 11 counseled David to do? Flee like a bird to his mountain. And Uh he says, no, no, because if I do that, the foundations will be broken. And he gives God's foundations. What has God done here? He, He reeled and rocked and the foundations of the mountains trembled and quaked. Because he was angry. What happens to the person who flees like a bird to his own mountain, who says, I'm going to, I'm going to trust myself and my own stronghold and my own tower. Right. Those, those, those things are shaken. get shaken. Those are shaken. But the foundations of God don't. And, and basically what we have here in Psalm 18 is the faith of Psalm 11 realized. Absolutely. Can I tell you something else I'm seeing here? Absolutely. You know, when we think about God often in these caricatures, modern day caricatures, don't we often envision him as kind of grandpa and <laughs> the old man with the long white beard and he's up in the clouds and, and white robes? And I mean, there are some pictures of, of glory of God. But I'll tell you what I see in the Psalms, what I see in the Bible is when God gets pictured, okay, there's this darkness and smoke and fire and hailstones and you know when 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 God meets Israel at the mountain of Mount Sinai it was this terrifying dark cloud and nobody come to the near the mountain lest they be struck down dead uh, by the awe of God it, it, it's such a um, as God is described in the scripture he's fierce fierce that's a good word fierce and terrifying and humbling that way hmm. And not to take away from his love, I guess what I'm concerned is a lot of times I probably I probably take away from this and I forget how fierce he is. We see the picture of this and it's why David would say all the way along in each of the Psalms that he's going to stay faithful to the Lord. He understands where all this is going. So 
now I'm was it yesterday we t- I, I get our conversations mixed up I think yesterday we talked about the heading of this song yeah, yeah yesterday and yeah. Yep. in that we okay. highlighted that it's also found in second Samuel chapter 22 and the heading is found there as well mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we we talked about the interesting emphasis upon Saul yep it says that this is in the day or at the time or when he was delivered from all all his enemies but then it brings Saul out in sharp relief herein in second Samuel which, yep. which is it's an interesting way to say that because you can't have him delivered from all his enemies on the day when he's delivered from Saul because Saul was the first enemy. <laughs> So so in 2 Samuel, when that's coming up, especially at the end of his life, we really are looking at a summation of his life. But boy, Saul is pulled out. But when we see this at the end of his life in 2 Samuel 22, it really does take this psalm and give it perspective. And I guess the thing that I need to learn is that today I'm in the middle of the battle. And today I'm in the ups and the downs and there are good times and there are bad times and there's, you know, peaks and there's valleys. And sometimes I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death, but sometimes I'm lying in the green pastures and beside the still waters. And it's hard to take all of that and put it in perspective. But this psalm is giving us the end of the war perspective. And as as David is able to look back, and especially when we see it in 2 Samuel, being able to look back over his whole life. Yeah, there were ups and downs. There were sins. There were struggles. There were times when maybe his future was even in doubt. But now that it's come to this end, what we find is God delivered. Yeah. What a perspective. And, and you know, wherever I am today, what I need to understand is there's going to come the day when looking back, it's the Psalm 18 day. God delivered. It is the Psalm 18 day. And he's a mighty God, a mighty God. Even as you're talking about this, it occurred to me that, you know, I've, I've heard in my life that as you go along life's path and you grow and you mature in your relationship with God, you, you start out responding to God from a more of a place of, I guess, fear, but you grow into responding in, out of, of a place of love and a place of appreciation. And, and I hope we do grow in love. But what I'm seeing here is here at the end of the life and from this perspective, David never got away from the fear of God and recognizing that here's a God whose smoke comes out of his nostrils. I mean, the fear of the Lord is is a clean thing and we need to not lose that. (laughs) Wow. Put a pin in that one because that's going to come up next week. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, listen, we're so glad that you joined us for the conversation today. Tell someone about text talk subscribe give us a rating it sure would help us out send us an email we'd love to know what you're reading in the word of god text talk at christiansmeethere.org but let's conclude with a word of prayer edwin lord god you are fierce but you are tender you are the judge but you are the deliverer you lord are our god our rock our fortress our mighty god you take vengeance on those who are against your people but you Lead us as a shepherd through the wilderness, and we are so thankful that you are exactly who you are, and we're thankful that you have allowed us to be your people. We love you, Lord God. Thank you for loving us first. Through your son Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. Well,